A blessed morning to you all there. Welcome to the Porter's Gate online broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips Akintola. I hope you're having a wonderful time of rest in this next few uh, hours before we enter another new year, the year 2022. I'm believing God for great things for you, your family, and of course, your entire tribe. Wherever you are this morning, I want to specially welcome you as we continue to look into the heart of the Father, into his mind, into his desire, his purposes, and his intentions for our life in this glorious day that he has ushered us into. I believe more than ever before that the Spirit of God is speaking expressly to us. And as this voice that is coming to us continue to, you know, adjust us, we will become even more effective, more relevant, and of course, more productive in our our various assignments and mandate. Wherever you are this morning, I believe the Spirit of God, amen, will once again allow us, amen, to corporately see the the heart of the Father, the mind of the Lord, and of course, the, the direction that the Lord will have us take in this season in time. There are a lot of things that we have been looking at and uh, I believe many of these things are there to help us to become even more proficient in our understanding amen, of the quality of life that is required of us in this season in time. Well, prophetically, we know that we're in a calendar where there is uh, a various sense of adjustment and demand from us as the church. And uh, we want to continue to, you know, just dive into those realities that the Lord, amen, is emphasizing such that we will be able to become more productive, more proficient, and more more skilled in our engagement with, amen, this season in time. Um, So many things that we have been, you know, uh, looking at and uh, one of the things that we have been doing for a while in the past uh, couple of uh, weeks now is to look back into how we can become more effective, more uh, uh, productive, and of course, more uh, 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 engaging in, in the nature of the environment that we have found ourselves. Of course, we live in a time that is very, very, you know, uh, uh, relevant to the prophetic objective of God. Yes, the times that we're living, allowing us to enter into certain spiritual scope, into certain spiritual spiritual reality understanding is becoming even more more clearer to us amen wisdom is building his house within us and uh, we we just want to allow ourselves amen to continually flow in that river of you know the cleansing if you will of the washing amen of 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 our spirit so that we are able to align with the heart of God with the mind of God and function within amen the scope of his prophetic mandate for our life so many things the spirit of God amen is emphasizing and pointing to particularly in the area of leadership leadership is one area that we cannot amen downplay and we cannot uh, uh, um, you know, if you will, uh, uh, misinterpret in, in terms of the nature of the seasons that we live in. And in fact, one of the things that I've been emphasizing that I'm also going to be 
emphasizing again this morning is the fact that leadership amen, selects seasons. The seasons that we live in requires that we understand what we are supposed amen, to, to be in terms of fulfilling amen, our leadership in a calling and mandate. Like I've always said, every one of us amen, is called into some form of you know leadership. Leadership is, is a position of, of, of our of our of our humanity of our spiritual expression all right god created man amen to lead if you look at genesis 1 you you will see some of the beautiful concepts amen that heaven described in terms of you know the man the man that he created adam and eve in the beginning he created them amen as adam all right and from that position of grace and calling and and mandate we begin to see amen the kind of a life that God, amen, has ordained, if you will, the, the kind of objective that heaven, amen, designed man, amen, to reflect. And it's from that position that we are taking the toll in defining, amen, the concept of leadership. Leadership is not just about, you know, uh, uh, an assignment. It's first about a position of existence, amen. It's first about the position of existence. It's about, you know, fulfilling, living a life that brings fulfillment to God. For us to be able to do that, we need some sense of you know uh, um, values we need some sense of you know uh, 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 if you will philosophy we need to understand what the purpose of our you know spirituality is amen in relating to god to be able to function and live life in 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 in, in the way god designed it we have to express some form of leadership so you can see that my, my, my understanding and my definition of leadership, amen, is beyond just, amen, having something to do. It's first a position of being, amen, and that being has to be synchronized with heaven's, amen, spiritual intention, with heaven's prophetic, amen, design for us, all right? Once we understand that, because I think many of the challenges that we have faced amen as humans and as uh, and as we continue to see is that you know we we limit leadership to just you know a, a function it, it, beyond the function leadership first amen is a state of being the state of being then defines amen our various mission of functionality but if we put function before the state of being all right when we fulfill that function or that assignment there's a tendency that all right we 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 drop our guard that we lose amen our our sense of essence our position our responsibility first amen to to towards god all right uh, from the position of the fall of man the things that we do how we engage life how we look at life amen has really been a, 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 an issue that has continually become a problem to to man so everything that we are doing and that we try to understand must be engaged from amen the position of before the fall when we look at life and we look at leadership, we look at our sense of existence, purpose as a man, as a woman, amen, you know, uh, from that position of before the fall, we begin to see life totally different. But whatever we do, be it marriage or be it trying to find, you know, a job, you know, you're looking for career, you're trying to do something outside of the garden the garden is the is the divine order is the right value is the principle is the is the spiritual you know a, a framework that god designed and defined man amen to function from 
Alright, if we move out of the garden, amen, to 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 you know to our own way, to our own idea, alright, life out of the garden is very systemic, alright, just like life within the garden is systemic, alright, life out of the garden functions from the position of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, life within the garden functions from the dimension, amen, of the tree of life. When man, amen, uh, uh, disobeyed God's voice, amen, it was cast out of the garden, basically cast out of the presence of God. In other words, everything that man began to do, amen, outside of the garden is basically a remedial, you know, uh, 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 philosophy, you know, is trying to replace, trying to find a way to replace, you know, heaven's pattern, heaven's desire, heaven's, you know, counsel, all right? And we have continued from that order. And this is the reason why till today, all right, the whole world is looking for, you know, a savior. The whole world is looking for somebody that will deliver them. I'm going to be sharing a scripture with us this morning that I'm believing will give us even a better insight and a better understanding, amen, regarding the concepts of leadership. Because I believe that the crux of where we are and what the Spirit of God is emphasizing, be it, amen, from the dimension of a powerful governmental ecclesia, amen, called the church, or from a, a position of, amen, uh, 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 the functioning of God's, you know, prophetic revelational intention for for the church or for creation, meaning talking about the prophetic, amen, must all be be aligned to, connected to, amen, must all be defined from the framework, amen, of leadership, amen. God in his eternal uh, 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 essence, amen, is, is a leader. In other words, amen, he expresses initiative, he expresses, amen, purpose. We draw our sense of leadership, we draw our sense of life, we draw the sense of meaning, amen, from God, <clears throat> who is our father, who is our creator. Whatever we try to do or become or try to achieve outside of the framework, amen, that he has designed for us, amen, will never bring fulfillment, will never amount to anything. Well, no matter how man look at that thing and say, wow, this is great, this is good. No matter how we look at it and sanction it, amen, if that thing does not meet the required approved standard of God, amen, it's a failure. It's a failure. And, and, and I think it's from this point, amen, that we need to begin to redefine. You know, this morning while I'm thinking of you know these teachings that we're doing on you know leading forward it's like the spirit of god just zeroed this scripture into my spirit that i'm going to be sharing with us in thessalonians or uh, uh, second thessalonians i believe this is a powerful scripture amen that will kind of give us you know a better insight a better understanding and uh, maybe if you will revamp our philosophy of what leadership is Thank you so much. I see somebody connecting. I really appreciate it. All right. Now, in 2 Thessalonians, look at this scripture. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 1 says, I'm reading from the Good News Translation. It says, don't get upset right away or be alarmed when someone claims that, amen, or let's, let's go to verse 3. It says, don't, don't let anyone deceive you about these things. That day will not come unless a revolt takes place first. 
So we, we, we're looking at something here, amen, that I hope will expand how we define leadership, how we look at leadership, because we like it or not, wherever, where we are right now, amen, is being controlled, being programmed, amen, being influenced by certain people who sit somewhere, amen, they are leaders, we like it or not, all right? Yes, they are leaders. Anybody that can influence your, 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 your mind, that can influence your thought, that can influence your desire, your decision, that can make you do and undo, that can move you. You like it or not, Lucifer was a leader. Was a leader. Lucifer was a leader to the point that, amen, he was able to shift Adam, amen, from, the, from his position of leadership, amen, to the point that Adam, amen, succumbed to him. Lucifer was a leader. We like it or not. Amen. The the, old th- the 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 issue is the way he used his leadership. Amen. Of course, was negative, and that's the point that I'm making. Leadership is basically a tool. Leadership is a tool. There is a game of leadership being played right now. Amen. On the platform of the global stage, there is a game of leadership. That there is there is a game of leadership, but there's also a vacuum of leadership. Amen. Within the global stage, when you look at the church, the kind of things that we're seeing, now we're seeing the rise of evil, we're seeing the rise of iniquity, we're seeing the rise of perversion. Now it's like darkness is gaining more more, more, more authority. Darkness is becoming more authoritative. The, and it seems as if light is nowhere to be found. It's, it's, it seems as if those who, who are supposed to be light bearers, who are supposed to be you know, light carriers, who are supposed to stand for righteousness, truth, justice, equity, somehow have been beaten to some hidden caves. Now we see all kinds of people, amen, clamoring for a right that is so ungodly. It's like evil is winning. It's like darkness is winning. And that, that's a reality. And that will continue until a company of people begin to rise up in the authority of their true identity in Christ. Until the issues of fear, amen, and, and, and weakness, amen, becomes a thing of the past, amen, from those that have been sandal and given the authority to lead. The church, by design, by default, ought to be at the forefront, amen, ought to be leading in whatever sphere of life. The church is not just about, amen, going to a place and exhibiting certain, you know, belief or lifestyle, all right? Yeah, whatever we do in church ought to be an enhancement, amen, of our leadership, amen, our capacity, of our leadership position, of our leadership influence, Light is an influence, so is salt. Hallelujah. Light is an influence, so is salt. The Bible says we are the light of the world and we are the salt of the earth. That's an influence. When you take a salt, amen, and put it, amen, into, you know, around, you know, meat, it preserves it. He said, if, amen, the light loses, if the salt loses its savour, amen, it's, it's not good for anything than to be trampled down, to be cast down, to be trampled by man. Is that happening right now? Of course. So, and this is, this is something that I'm hoping that we will look at, amen, and will kind of, if you will, awaken us up to our responsibility, but you see, we cannot be awakened to a responsibility if our sense of image identity amen as people assigned and called the reason why okay let me finish this statement as people assigned to lead 
to lead means that there is something that needs to be that needs to be placed that needs to be strengthened that needs to be guided that needs to be positioned in a certain way that needs to be addressed looked at amen life was designed amen in a in a in a in an order of life god designed life in an order of life amen god designed life in an order in his particular order amen and then he created man and placed him amen within the concept of his of of his creation to do what to manage so whatever god creates amen in his eternal you know design design in his eternal plan amen he wants somebody to do what to manage it homes must be managed marriages must be managed amen finance must be managed community must be managed society if 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 the garden of eden amen was designed to be married excuse me to be to be to be managed everything about life amen is designed to be managed the thing is amen we need to we need to source the quality of our managerial capacity from the one who creates things when we lose that sense amen of our of our capacity to manage amen we immediately abdicate our position of authority amen to another and this is what happened in the garden and that's why i said in whatever we're doing whatever we're doing in moving forward to move forward to advance forward we need to look back we need to look at the divine order, the divine blueprint. We must understand the organogram. We must understand the mind of God. We must understand the intentions of God. And this is where leadership plays, amen. Excuse me, the prophetic plays a key role in, in leadership because you cannot lead if you don't understand, amen, the eternal, the, the eternal intention of God. All right. You cannot, you cannot produce you cannot bring forth if you don't know what is amen the the, the the mind of god if you don't know what god amen has in mind has amen has in his thoughts in the beginning because we're not leading by just our own desire we're not leading to bring forth amen what we want we're not leading amen to carry out our own agenda we're not leading amen to to you know to exhibit what we think what we feel no we are leading amen because god amen has given us a desire a desire a design blueprint he's shown us what he wants he has revealed to us what he desire so if we don't know that guess what we'll be we will be led astray just as our leader amen will be led astray we will be led astray and our leadership will be led astray we can be when you are led astray it means that you have you have dropped the ball and you have allowed something else to influence you that is what is called deception you've allowed something else to influence you wrongly to believe wrongly you've you've allowed yourself amen to be you know to, to you know to, to to be win over is that not what is happening in the world today? Yes, we are being won over by you know certain beliefs, certain ideas, certain philosophy, certain tradition. Yes, certain systems are telling us no that that way, that point, that position that you're you're standing on is not the right position, and they're doing everything, using everything, amen, to to talk us out of what we know. Maybe we thought we know it. Now look at what I put on on the screen. I said. If the desperate quest for leadership is what will finally enthrone or manifest amen, a person known as the Antichrist, then we must rethink our philosophy and purpose of leadership as the body of Christ. If what we finally revealed 
Amen. The man of sin, the antichrist, is a quest, is a pursuit, is a yearning for leadership. That should begin to tell us that leadership, amen, plays a key role, is the number one role, amen, within the sphere, within the environment of human existence. And of course, that tells us that leadership, amen, is is plays a key role, in fact, is at the forefront of God's prophetic agenda for the redemption of creation. Think about that. Just think about that. Think about that. Anything that we do or we seek to do on earth that is not contextualized, that is not factor into the concept of the right leadership. Is it a company that you're starting? Is it, amen, the issue of starting a home, marriage, amen? Is it about developing, you know, uh, 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 you know your, your own, you know, uh, uh, community? Whatever it is, if the issue of leadership is not properly factored, is not properly, you know, thought of, that thing is going to end up, hallelujah, in the wrong way. That thing is going to end up, hallelujah, in destruction. That thing is not going to see, amen, the light of the day. It's not going to be fulfilled. Thank you, my dear sister, for joining this morning. It is important that we understand that leadership plays a key role. Leadership is about influence and being influenced. Leadership is about influence and being influenced. All right? Leadership is about, amen. listen to this. Jesus said, go into the world and make disciples of all nations. If that is not the definition of leadership, then I don't understand what will. <laughs> if that is not, amen, the, 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 the pursuit, the desire, the world needs to be led. And Jesus said, go lead them, amen, by showing them, by revealing to them, by bringing them, amen, into, hallelujah, my, my environment. Bring them into truth. Go and disciple. Discipleship means to train to build, to empower people until they have a different outlook, until they have a different value system, a different, a different perspective. That is basically what discipleship means. It's not giving them religion, all right? It's going and change, going to change them, amen, to see life, to see themselves from the way I originally designed them. That is discipleship. Go make disciples of all nations, regardless of their tribe, regardless of, amen, their nationality, regardless of, amen, their, their sex. Go into the world and make. It's not going to be easy. To make a disciple, all right, you know, like I know, it's not just about preaching to people. Yes, preaching is the opening point. But to make something means there has to be a coming together. There has to be an engagement. Sometimes you have to live there. You have to sleep there. You have to be part of their life. You make it. Making is not magic. Make it is not magic. Make it is not a drive to a drive a drive through philosophy. It's not driving through a, a, you know some point to get something. And no, to make means you've got to have the right ingredient. You have to have the right material. You have to have the right resource. It, it, sometimes when you make something, it doesn't turn up well. It, it, making is the concept, amen, of of the potter earlier shaping that you know that 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 pot you know that clay until he gets the right shape and if that thing doesn't come out amen the way amen, the, the, the the potter you know as and the sage guess what he breaks it down and remold it again make it until he, he looks like what i have in mind 
There's an image I have in mind about the world that I want you, my church, amen, my, my ecclesia to go out, amen, and, 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 and reveal, go make disciples of all nations. It's a call to leadership. You cannot go out until you have been trained, you have been equipped, you have been built up, you have been empowered, you've been enriched by the Spirit. The days ahead of us, friends, I give you a prophetic word. The days ahead of us demands that the ecclesia wraps up, that demands that the ecclesia, amen, step up, upscale, a leadership drive. As I'm speaking, there are all kinds of system position right now, all right, to lead the world towards the place where they will embrace Yes, the leadership of the man of sin. The, the world today, amen, is being programmed, is being systematically, amen, you know, prepared to lead the world, to lead the world towards the place of the manifestation where the world, listen to this, will embrace. Listen, the scripture says, don't be alarmed, don't be deceived about this anymore, about these things. I'm reading Thessalonians chapter 2. Verse 3 says, That day is not going to come unless a revolt. Some translation says, Unless there comes a rebellion. <laughs> Are we seeing rebellion? Amen. Yes, manifesting across the world. Yes, there's riot all over the place. Why? Because those who play, who are supposed to play the role of leadership, amen, are dropping the ball, the ball. They're dropping it at every point, at every stage. The greatest of them that we saw, amen, of recent was, amen, the, 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 the leadership of, of, you know, of Joe Biden in the exit of the American, uh, 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 you know, military presence from Afghanistan. We, that, we, we won't forget that. Look at the number, the number of Americans, um, you know, soldiers themselves that died. And then, all right, the number of, of, of Afghanistan people that died. In a concept that ought to take, amen, a systematic strategic evacuation. That is a picture, that is a powerful image to tell us. Amen. That those who claim to be leaders, those who claim to be at the forefront of leadership, don't know what they're doing again. Why? Because the, 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 the environment of the days we live in, amen, has changed. Therefore, your idea, this is somebody that they call a veteran. He's been in, he's been in government for years. I mean, he's, 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 he's been in the White House, all right? Yes, with so many people. So many leaders. He's seen so many kinds of... But guess what? He dropped the ball because he did not understand. I mean, the world today have gone into partner... They're trying to go into partnership with, you know, uh, 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 with, with this, you know, terrorist organization who hijack power, amen, and position themselves as authority. And nations are recognizing them. People are impoverished. People are in darkness. Afghanistan today, amen, is in a state of fear. 
And we say we're, we're, we're a democratic you know, society. What kind of democracy is that? We're a democracy that's got amen, uh, various, various standards for various you know, regions. The democracy that is being practiced here in, in Africa is totally different from the democracy they practice amen, in Europe. So does it, amen, is it different from the democracy they practice in America? It's got completely different from the democracy practice amen, in Pakistan earlier. But we say, oh no, we're, we're in a democratic society. Is that true? Or we're lying to ourselves? I'm just bringing this perspective. I'm, I'm, I'm helping us to understand, all right, that the nature of the days we live in, amen, is one that is shrouded, amen, in, in, in deception, in lie, amen, in fear, amen, in contradiction, all right? And it requires that the church, the true church, not not a political system called church out there. Not a Roman Catholic driven philosophy that men call church. That's no church. You understand this? We have to and we must understand the quality of life and power, the wisdom, the intelligence, amen, the spiritual philosophy that heaven requires of us, amen, to lead, to transform, to influence, and to restore. If the quest for leadership is what will set a man up there known as the man of sin. I think that is something we need to think of. Regardless of our, of, of our so-called, you know, theological, you know, uh, need for the hour. <laughs> you understand? No matter what we want to preach, you want to preach, amen, kingdom, you know, the kingdom of God is coming. If, if we're preaching kingdom come, listen to this, somebody will have to be at the forefront of the manifestation of the acceleration of the bringing forth of that kingdom. Kingdom comes through people. God comes through his people. Hallelujah. If our idea, amen, of you know, of 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 leadership is just limited to uh, the church becoming emboldened, becoming empowered in this life, they becoming more influential. Well, then somebody will have to be out there, amen, you know, leading and pushing the agenda of such truth. Whatever truth, amen, we are considering, we are looking at, whatever in our understanding, whatever theological belief system that we are promoting, amen, whatever we are seeking for, whatever we are talking about, requires some form of leadership injection into that truth. Or else, amen, those things are just, you know, like you're building castle on the air. And that seems to be what we, we do best in the church. I call it idealistic preaching. We are very idealistic, all right, in our concept of theology. Whatever we read in the word of God must be translated, amen, into shoe leather. Shoe leather means that <clears throat> it must be walkable. We, we have to align ourselves, all right, to the point that those things can become you know, can, can, can become manifest. In other words, our truth must position us as a gateway, amen, as a portal earlier for the things of God to, you know, to be manifest. If there was no Mary, amen, available, there is no Jesus Christ being born. 
If, if, if there was no Moses available, the deliverance of the people of God in bondage, amen, would have still been lingered. God needs somebody. Whoever God calls, amen, no matter how he calls them, by design and by default, they are all leaders. Be it Mary, she was a leader. <laughs> yes. Is it, is it Samson? He was a leader. Yes. Is it, is it Joshua? He was a leader. Amen. Yes. Talk to me. Is it uh, 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 Deborah? She was a leader. In days where men were afraid to go to war, a woman rose up. Is it Ruth? Is it Esther? Is it Elizabeth? Everyone that God used, no matter how small, no matter how insignificant amen, their assignment was, they were all leaders. You see, leadership is not about the magnitude of what you have done. It's about carrying out the intentions of God. <laughs> leadership is not about the magnitude. Ah, ah, you know, because I, I, I built the largest cathedral. No, that doesn't make you a leader. Your leadership is just be, be positioned. Be where God wants you to be. Respond to what God wants you to respond to. So that's why we cannot look at the world idea, the world's definition of leadership to judge the leadership, the leadership you know, dimension or principles of the kingdom of God. We, we have done that amen, in the past. And we're saying it has to stop. And that's why God amen, is giving somebody like me you know, insight into the concept of leadership. I've been teaching on leadership for the past 20 years plus. I'm talking about kingdom-based leadership. I'm not talking about what you know you read from John Maxwell. I'm not even talking about what you read, amen, from you know uh, from the mass maro of this world that has passed on. I'm not talking about people who take you know scripture, who just highlight scripture, all right, and build humanistic ideas around those scripture, and we call it leadership. If 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 the leadership we practice cannot produce. The prophetic mandate of God for our time is no better than the leadership, amen, of this world. The wisdom of this world. When you listen to the wisdom of this world, oh, the soulish order. You remember, there's a material that I've been working on. Yes. Soul knowledge. When you understand the principle of the soul, the soul, If you see, if you're not a spiritual person, when you listen to the, the when you listen to the, the fruits the wisdom that is coming from the soul. I'm telling you, you will think it's God speaking. <laughs> you, will, you will put your hand on you and say, whoa, what a revelation. No, it's not revelation. It's because you have not, you have not journeyed in the spirit. They have not shown you the way of the spirit. When they, show you, when they show you the way of the spirit, you will never again misplace the things of the spirit for the soul and you will never again amen live the things of the spirit and call it the things of the soul behind me i've got books both written by christians and non-christians and i'm talking about those who, those that are non-christian if you look at the things that they are talking about wow and it's good. And I read them because I need to get those understanding. I need to get those knowledge. But I get those knowledge and I try to weigh them on the scale of 
kingdom truths. It is kingdom truth that allow me to say, well, that's good, but it's not good enough when it comes to the intentions of God. Or else you will you will embrace, you will imbibe, you will accept, amen, what sounds good, what looks good, what feels good. Remember, the things of the world, amen, has all of these characteristics. It feels good. It sounds good. It looks good. And that's why people go for it. But at the end, it will not produce life. What we are talking about, amen, is a value system that can produce. You see, that's why in the kingdom, it's not about number. In the world, it's about number. It's about democracy. Yes, number, number is important. All right. You see, in the in in the kingdom of God, four people are, are, are you know are maybe following me. Maybe two, three, four people. You know, I see four likes there. In the kingdom, that's what you need. In the world, they say no. We we need a thousand people. So they keep pushing you. They keep push. You know, forcing you. All right, do something. You know, it's about marketing. You see, God God has a way of announcing Himself. God has a way of announcing himself. When you try to borrow the patterns, the wisdom of this world, to try to drive the things of God, that's why you become frustrated. You get tired. Amen. Yes, you burn out because the two will not work together. The two will not work together. It's called lukewarm. You can't bring hot and cold and merge it together and think you're going to produce anything. No, it's called lukewarmness. That's the Laodicean church. God said, I will spew you out of my mouth. He said, I'd rather, you prefer, I'd rather prefer to be cold than to be lukewarm. The church today doesn't know where they stand. Are we hot or cold? We don't even know. We're just there. <laughs> We're just there. Yeah, because you want to drink from here. You want to drink from there. You want to take that. Oh, I like that idea. I like that concept. Then you want. No, no, no. It doesn't work like that when it comes to the things of God. In the things of God, they have to drain you. They have to dry you. You have to come to the end of yourself. Then they begin to pour freshness into you. Then they begin to pour newness into you. Then they begin to pour heaven into you. And therefore you can go, hallelujah, not talking something sounding spiritual, but then, amen, you are producing what is soulish. That is the world system. It has a face of a lamb, but it speaks like a dragon. Let me repeat it. It's got a face of a lamb, but it speaks like a dragon. It is the image of Nebuchadnezzar. All kinds of metals and all kinds of material are, are, are all brought together all right, to form this one image. But as you see, amen, the quality of this massive thing begin to drop. The Bible says a stone cut with a human hand came and hit the feet of that image. It grinds it into powder. And that insignificant stone became so massive that it covered the entire world, the entire earth. Listen, friends, the knowledge of the glory of God is going to cover the earth as the water covers the sea. But we have to begin to align ourselves, amen, in the right order, in the right truth, in the right faculty, in the right frame of mind, so that we know what leadership is and means from heaven's perspective. That's the point that I'm making. Leading forward means that we look back and understand the mind of God. The progress of God. The demand of God. 
and where we have deviated. To lead forward means to have a divine blueprint of where we are going. And that means that we have to go back and check what is God's heart. When, when Moses amen, was finally ready, he was 80 years old. <laughs> when he thought he was ready, he was 40 years old. Have you been in the situation that you think, yes, I'm ready. Hallelujah. Come, brother. Let's go for it. Souls are perishing. Let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> at the age of 40, at the age of 40, it came to the mind of Moses. He looked at the pain. He looked at the at the hardship of his people. He couldn't bear it again. No, I cannot take this again. No. It's like me when I left Bible school. I had a desire to win the world. I was on fire for God. I thought zeal was enough. <laughs> I thought just having zeal was enough. Of course, a little knowledge. But I didn't understand that there are other things that must be factored into my life, into the shaping, into the building, into the branding of my spirit. There's a word that I, I, I put down this morning. I'm not sure where I put it. Just as we grow in the natural, just as there are heights amen, we, we attain in the natural realm, there are heights we also attain in the spirit realm. Everything we see in the natural, all right, has, if you will, a, 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 a spiritual reality, as a spiritual you know, pattern. Just as we eat in the natural, we eat in the spirit. Just as we drink in the natural, amen, we drink in the spirit. Just as we can sleep in the natural, we can also sleep in the spirit. We can get to the point where we lose the sense of what God is saying. Just as we grow, we gain height in the natural realm. So we gain height in the spirit realm. We are at this level right now, alright? Yes. As we journey with God, we'll hit the next realm. He said, come up higher. And I will show you. There are heights, levels, measurements in the things of God. They said, build according to the pattern I show you. On the mountain, the mountain was a, was a place of spiritual interaction. They said, what you saw, what you came into in the spiritual, I want you to replicate it. I want you to show it, manifest it, reveal it, duplicate it in the natural. Hallelujah. The spiritual and the natural must kiss themselves, must come together. It's from that point that the things of God becomes manifest. And so, you can, you, can, you can be living in a state. You can be living in some understanding that, yes, I'm ready. And they say, sorry, it's not time yet. And I'm ready. No, it's not time yet. And then you decide to go do your own thing. And then you, you misuse or you abuse your position, your influence, the grace, the resource of God. You see, Moses was very, very zealous. He had come to the point where he wanted to do the will of God. He wanted to do the will of God. And therefore, one day he saw a, 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 a Jew 
been molested by 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 you know by by, by you know by by an Egyptian being abused, being hit here and there, and you went for the defense of the Jew, which is something natural that anybody would do. I'm not going to take this again. Friends, we've got to understand that in the things of God, there are, there are strategy and strategy unfolds as we mature. There are certain things that they are keeping amen, from you. Not because they don't want you to have them. Not because they don't want you, amen, to walk in those truths. But they said, no, you have not come of age yet. <laughs> if we give you this weapon, rather than them you using it, amen, to, to, to advance the intentions of God. If we give you the resource, rather than you using it to advance the intentions of God, you will abuse it. You will misuse it. In fact, it will become detrimental. To the prophetic activities of God. So we rather keep it for you. Until you come of age. I'm talking about leadership. I'm talking about leading forward this morning. I'm talking about. We're growing and being awakened. To the sense. Of our day of maturity. So we can step into. Amen. The realm and the reality. The heaven has ordained for us. You see. Leadership place a vital role a pivotal role to the nature of the days when we understand prophetically the nature of the days that we live in then we begin to understand and appreciate the kind of leadership that is required of us the book you read amen 10 years ago on leadership may not suffice in answering the problem the challenges of today You need your prophetic sight to be recalibrated. You need amen, to be brought again to the place of the washing. You need to come to the five you know, parts, to the five colony. You, you wash, then you can see afresh. I made a statement in some of the past series that we have done. I said, what... Moses needed the grace, the anointing. You see, there was a grace that he needed to prepare him to even begin to challenge Pharaoh. Remember, initially he was afraid to even go to Pharaoh. God said, go to Pharaoh. Go to Pharaoh and go tell him. Let me. I mean, that takes a lot of courage. You know that. It takes courage. It takes a clarity, amen, of the voice of God. A clarity of our identity. It takes a clarity, amen, of our essence. It takes somebody who is very aware of his or herself in God. To function in leadership. Because there are things that are people, alright, that sounds like God. That have positioned themselves to be a God in the earth. All right? There are situations that when you look at them, they dwarf you. You look like nothing. You're like ants before them. So it takes an awareness, an awakening. It takes a sense of truth, knowledge of your identity to even begin to go to a pharaoh 
who rules and controls an empire and say, God says, let my people go. What it took for Moses to go must be upgraded, must be, amen, updated in bringing out the people of God out of Egypt. What is going to take in taking them through the wilderness to bring them into the promised land is going to even take a greater sense of the presence of God. A greater sense, amen, of, of the mandate of, of heaven upon his life. Because all of these stages will be faced with strong challenge, will be faced with strong opposition will be faced with strong satanic attack so there must be an awareness and that awareness has to be clear if if what will bring showcase reveal the antichrist is going to be at the at the back foot of the world searching looking for leadership then we have to rethink. We have to redefine. We have to look again and understand what the Lord is saying and demanding as we engage the days of the end. As 2022 gets closer to us and as we enter into this new environment, I tell you, a lot can happen in a year, under amen, 24 months. A lot can happen. In the world of politics, a day is like a lifetime. And so in the world of the things of the spirit, they say one day before the Lord is like a thousand years. So many things can happen. We can what the agenda of God under amen, a 24 month calendar year it all depends on the kind of awareness awakening that we have come into it all depends on how ready and prepared we are to engage to continue to align ourselves to adjust ourselves to allow God amen, to continue to deal with us and prepare us the more we allow ourselves to be undressed within the pattern of our thinking, the more we allow ourselves to be undressed within the pattern of our values, the more we allow ourselves, amen, to adjust to the demand of God, to the demand of the Spirit, the more aware we, we, we come into, amen, the sense of accountability, responsibility, the more we see that, amen, the Spirit of the Lord will have us become an instrument a vessel like i said at the, at the beginning of this of, of this broadcast is gonna take one that is awake that is alive that is that is working in the reality of the demand of god amen for their day to effect leadership what am i doing i'm telling us that as we press further as we look further as we move further into the day before us there is a need for us amen to drive the spiritual leadership character 
to drive the spiritual leadership mandate, to drive the spiritual leadership value, to drive the, the required leadership philosophy of the kingdom of God, amen, to the next order. Whatever we preach, whatever we teach, whatever, amen, is our, you know, our, uh, initiative must, amen, be done in the context of a kingdom-driven leadership, amen, spirit. It must be driven, hallelujah, with the knowledge, with the power, with the wisdom, with the grace, with the resource of heaven, hallelujah, backing us, knowing that we are pushing for the agenda of God. We will not live in a state where we are desensitized. Like they say, well, since the, since, the, since the days that the fathers fell asleep, everything has been the same. We will not allow ourselves, hallelujah, to be dragged to that point where we say, well, just look at my life. Nothing is changing. Nothing is happening. Everything has been the same. In the past, you know, uh, uh, 12 months, my life has just gone from bad to worse. I don't know what's going on. No, that's what the devil wants you to see. You need to change your view. You need to change your look. You need to change your perspective. Amen. And that will require that you come to the place of prayer. As you begin to pray, they will begin to show you things. They will begin to tell you things. They will begin to bring certain things into your view. Understanding, amen, will be brought into your space. Yes, all of that you get when you begin to pray. Particularly if you're filled with the Spirit, you begin to pray in the Spirit. Certain things that have gone dormant, hallelujah, eh, will, will, will now be awakened. God wants to awaken us to the reality of what He is demanding for our time for a day. You may think that you're not moving forward. You may think that there are certain things that have kept you bound, kept you down. I tell you, if you look further, if you look better into these things, if you ask the Lord to open your eyes, if you ask the Lord, amen, to bring you to the place of the washing so you, you can see with clarity, you will begin to have clarity and meaning to why certain things seem to be delayed. You will begin to have a clear understanding to why certain things seem not to be working or they seem to be at a standstill. There's a reason for that. And many, many a times, the reason, amen, has to do with our attitude, our understanding, and how we respond to the things of God. You see, like I always say, advancement begins from our sense of, amen, connection with God. When we disconnect ourselves from the things of God, we lose perspective. We lose the sense of life. We lose the sense of you know, purpose. We lose the sense of advancement. Our advancement is directly linked, directly linked to our devotion. Our advancement is directly linked to our devotion. Our devotion is where the place of our devotion is where we get to know amen, what God is doing in our life and what God is demanding, what God is requiring of us. Amen. That is a place where we even get the sense of success. And an achievement, and that is a place and point where they tell us, Well, uh, you didn't do well at this point, but we want you to improve in this area. So, uh, this, 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 you know, disengaging yourself from the place of spiritual connection with the Lord, amen, is a place where you begin to lose the sense of life. The sense, the in fact, from that point, you want to die. Meaning and purpose is given to us in the place of intimate relationship with the Lord. 
boldness, courage. Amen. I receive when we hear from God. Not only are we going to hear from him, but we're also going to see him. Because when what we heard and what we see, amen, emerge, come together, merge together, we're emboldened to go forth. That was a position of David's leadership. And that is the kind of leadership heaven is calling us into. You see, Job was able to go through the things he went through after they began to show him beyond just what he heard. In this new day, our leadership must go beyond just what we have heard. We must combine it to the things God is showing us. Son of man, what do you see? Now what have you heard? Sometimes what we hear amen, is good, but it's not good enough to be able to function in the full capacity, in the full grace, in the full reality of amen, the resource of heaven. We have to combine, particularly within the nature of the days that we live in. Certain things will have to be shown to us. And as they are showing us, we have to see them from a new height, from a new pedestrian, from a new level. This is what, amen, being led and being guided via a strong prophetic leadership spirit is all about. Heaven is calling us, friends. And I hope you and I will positively respond. 2022 to us is beyond just a calendar year. It's another opportunity to push further, to progress, to move further in the agenda of God's prophetic counsel for this end of days. 2022 is going to give us another opportunity, yes, to be rebranded, to be rebuilt, to be rewired, amen, to be refreshed and to go forth in representing the intentions of the Lord. Vision is very critical. How we see what we see, how we hear, amen, what we hear are very, very critical to the nature of the days that we live in. I round up with the scripture that we've been reading for a while, Exodus 32. The Bible says, when the people saw that Moses was a long time coming down from the mountain, when the people saw that Moses amen, was so long coming down from the mountain. You see, Moses at this point had learned that you cannot, you cannot rush into the things of God. You cannot assume or presume in the things of God, in the leadership of God, in the leadership of the kingdom. You cannot presume. You cannot depend on yesterday's principle. Because in the spirit, you will understand and you will learn that each new season, each new ground or height, amen, in the things of God requires that, amen, you have a new sense of resource. As you, the, the way you fight the Philistine is going to be totally different, amen, from how you're going to fight, amen, the, 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 the Assyrians. The way you fight, amen, Goliath will be different from the way you're going to fight, amen, uh, 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 you know, the, 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 you know, the, 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 the kings of this world, you know, talk about uh, uh, Ahab and Jezebel, you understand? The way you deal with, amen, uh, 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 the, the, the ten horns will be different from the way you're going to deal with the false prophet, amen, yes. 
the, the way you're dealing with the antichrist spirit is going to be dealing it's going to be different from the way you're just dealing with issues of maybe you know societal poverty you understand you have to have the right spiritual understanding the right spiritual makeup the right spiritual value you must have amen that understanding of the resource god is is given to you at I've said this before. If I have to go, let's say I have to go to Kenya right now as you know as God's vessel. My engagements in the environment of Kenya as as a spiritual location to advance the purpose of God will be totally different from how I'm engaging the the things of God here in South Africa because Kenya and South Africa amen, even though they are they are in a Sadek region they are all in one Sadek region but guess what their spiritual reality differs the the, the 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 devil you're gonna the devil you're gonna be dealing with amen, in Kenya of course is the same devil you're dealing with here but their modus operandi their way of interaction amen is completely different so you cannot go with the mindset of how you pray and how you fight devils here in South Africa amen to fight the devils in Kenya or maybe in Zimbabwe or in, in Malawi or somewhere in Botswana or somewhere in in in, in Namibia or, or Mozambique you've got to understand that each region has got his own unique amen, concept of warfare and you must understand that as a child of God this is what amen, governing by the spirit leading by the spirit requires you cannot afford amen, to, 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 to borrow pattern that's why I keep saying you know the church becomes continually ineffective because we like to borrow pattern we like to borrow idea you go to America you see the way things are done in America and suddenly you import that idea into the context of South Africa and you're wondering why things are not working all right yes everything is looking nice and glamorous but you're not making impact because amen you 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 have imported you know a resource a blueprint that was given to amen, people in America amen, to deal with issues in South Africa is not going to work. You have to understand the priesthood of your leadership amen, at every given injunction, at every you know, uh, uh, position and place and environment. Just like environment differs in the natural, so they are in the spirit realm. So they are in the spirit realm. That's why when I came from Nigeria to South Africa, it took me a couple of years to unlearn certain things that I learned that I thought I was just going to use. All right, I was just, just going to apply those principles here yeah, and then it's just going to work. Sorry, it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work because you are in a different spiritual environment. And we have to, you see, when leaders from different regions begin to understand this thing, and then they come together, oh, how easy it will become for us to take the nations. Somebody wake up and say, well, God is sending me to America. God is sending me to United Kingdom. But you have not searched, you have not learned. You don't understand, amen. The must, the the, 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 the lifestyle, amen. The modus operandi of the life of the people there spiritually. You see, when you go to places like you know United Kingdom, they, 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 there's that you know slacking, there's that relaxing thing when it comes to the things of God, and that's why, amen. The path of darkness, amen. Really, you know, are having a, you know a, a free day, are doing their thing because nobody seems to be aware, all right, 
and and if there is an awareness is all reduced down to what uh, to movies so uh, no no this is just movie this is just you know uh, you know th that's why you have your Harry Potter Harry Potter is 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 beyond just a movie it's a spiritual reflection amen of the spirit that governs United Kingdom particularly Europe that's why amen yes movies like that books like that amen uh, you know they they they, they, are, they 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 make a lot of money yes the issue is reduce everything to just entertainment. It's the same we see in America. But when you understand that what is played out, amen, in, on the entertainment screen is a reflection of what is like when you watch some of the Nigerian movie. Those of you who like Nigeria to watch Nigerian movie, many of the things that are portrayed, amen, on uh, 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 um, what they call it now, the Nigerian movie scene. The Lollywood. Those are reflection of the life. Those are reflection of the tradition. Yes, of what is happening in real life. So we, we need to have insight and understanding of how to engage. All of this speaks into Amen. God's kingdom prophetic uh, our concept in leadership. As I round up, I want to encourage you again. Is God calling you into some form of leadership? Is the Lord demanding, amen, some form of leadership? Is the Spirit of God, amen, leading you to engage in leadership? Are you responding? Are you willing? Are you ready to engage? Are you ready, amen, to interact? Are you ready to submit yourself? Are you ready to allow the Spirit of God, amen, to rebrand you, to rebuild you, to encourage you, to empower you? Are you seeing the issues happening around? Are you asking yourself, Lord, what is my role? What am I supposed to give, offer? How can I contribute? Because we all have a role to play. What's my role? If you do that, I'm telling you, the Spirit of God will begin to direct your heart, will begin to align you. And God really wants to change our life. He wants to brand us. He wants to empower us. He wants to enable us. Amen. He wants to give us things that will empower us and build us to become more effective and more e efficient. And we need to, amen, begin to allow the Lord <clears throat> to, to grant us the mobility the wisdom, the understanding. Yes. The Spirit of God is building a church. A church without war, without limits. A church that will not be reduced down to, you know, the ideas of men. When the people saw that Moses was long on the hill, on the mountain, the Bible said, they gathered around, around Aaron. Aaron was not mandated to lead the people. Aaron was just given a position, amen, that will keep the people before Moses come down. The Bible said the people gathered around Aaron when they saw that Moses was long time coming down. They said, come make us a God that will go before us. 
The gods of this world cannot go before us into the new year. Whatever we have fashioned, we have built, whatever we've created, whatever we have allowed our own idea to form, whatever we have allowed false leadership to build around us will not give us the power, the strength, and the mobility in going forward. Some people, as listen to this, as we are going forward, remember the going forward is not just about the calendar year. Even though calendar year allow us to define and to measure amen, our success. Yes. But some, some of us, amen, going forward means going back to the things that we have refused to, to align to, to submit to in terms of amen, God's, God's demand for our life. Going forward to some of us will mean that going back to fix those things that we have refused. Because you see, in the things of God, going forward is not just about marching forward. Sometimes they say, hey, go and deal with that thing. Go and deal with that issue. Go and, you know, correct that thing. So you may be still staying where you are. And as you respond, they will catapult you. You will be accelerated. There are people today in the prophetic that are living beyond 2022. They are already living in 2030. Yes. Some are already living in 2050. If God starry, if the Lord tarries, yes. Yet they're here, but they're not here. Well, because amen, their advancement in the things of the spirit, amen, is 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 based on their obedience and respond to the voice of God, to the demand of God. That's why we can bring words like this. We live beyond amen a calendar year. We're not bound, we're not limited to a calendar year. No, we are not. We can see, son of man, what do you see? To as far as you have seen, they said to Abraham, Amen. I have given to you. If your vision cannot see beyond your nose, that's what your experience and your reality is going to manifest. God never, amen, bring us into a, a realm where our spiritual capacity cannot, amen, contain. His grace is sufficient for us, but that grace is factor in, in response to, amen, his, his voice of obedience. As we respond to his voice, as we allow ourselves to become more like Christ, as we allow ourselves to respond to the ways of the Lord, as we allow ourselves to adjust to the demand of the Spirit, we grow and we, we, we gain height in the Spirit. We grow and we gain height in the Spirit. So we are living beyond just a calendar here. We are people of the Spirit. And when you factor that into your life, you know that there is no death in your path. You know that there is no hindrance in your path. You know that there is no devil. There is no antichrist, amen, in your path. You know that when certain things begin to happen in the natural realm, you know that you are not supposed to respond. You don't call a conspiracy what they call a conspiracy. You don't bow to the image and to the God they are erecting. No. You know where you stand and you stand by where God, amen, has positioned you. That is leading by the Spirit. You are, you are responding to the demand of God, to the voice of God, to the requirement of God as a son, amen, as a son within the son, amen. You are moving in maturity towards the height. Of the mountain of the Lord. Hallelujah. You have become like the sons of Issachar. Though few in number. But you are able to lead the brethren. 
Every community needs somebody to guide them, to lead them towards the right path. Why don't you ask the Lord, God, empower me, enable me, energize me to become one of those leadership voice that is required for this new day. I want to help my people. I want to be able to point, yes, them to the right path. I want to show them, yes, where you are leading them. Listen to this. The Bible says the people are like, you know, are like, are like a blind, you know, followers. And when there is somebody who claims to be a leader that is blind, the Bible says both of them, amen, will fall into the ditch. The Lord asks a question through the prophet Isaiah. He said, who is blind but my servants? Come on, friends. It's time to awake. It's time to awake. It's time to be awakened to, amen, the light of God. It's time to be awakened, amen, to the demand of God, to the request standards of the Spirit. It's time to allow the Spirit of God, amen, to start to guide us. Whenever God wants to bring a people into, amen, their, their place of enlargement, he sends somebody to them. Whenever God wants to bring a people out of bondage, out of the chains, amen, of wickedness, he sends somebody to them. Hallelujah. Whenever God wants to feed his people, amen, with a new sense of knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, he, sent, he said, I will give to you a leader, a shepherd that will feed my people, hallelujah, with knowledge. Leadership is very critical to the demand of the of this new day. Leadership is very, very essential, hallelujah, to the call of the church of this start day. If you're part of this ecclesia that the Spirit of God is awakening, then let us join hands together and begin to say, Lord, I avail myself. I, 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 I yield myself. I, 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 I bring myself, Lord, to the cross because, you see, flesh always hinders us from corporately walking in the power of leadership spirit yes the flesh yes the flesh is about my own agenda one of the reasons why the church has has failed and has continued to fail is because we can't walk together and like i was sharing you know with you know with with, with, with somebody yesterday that you see connecting in the spirit is not a mountain it's not just about theology it's not just about saying the right thing. It's not just about wishing the right thing. You see, our spirit must truly connect. There has to be a deep, intimate spiritual connection such that you are able to pick what is going on in the life of your brother or your sister. Yes, when we are truly united by the spirit, ah, then we can corporately lead, hallelujah, the things of God to the next order. But this cosmetic thing we're doing called you know unity is a lie is a lie because somebody wants to join force with you you know just to gain an advantage just to use you yes we're not truthful to ourselves you see jesus did not just call one people he called a company of people out of the 12 there was one amen that allowed himself to be captured by the devil and we will have that but we should not allow, amen, that to hinder the rest of the 12 from doing what they need to do. When, amen, a, 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 a Judas compromises the power of community, when a Judas compromises, when a Judas decides to sell the gift of God, hallelujah, when a Judas decides to join force and sell, amen, the program of God, we should not allow that Judas, amen, to pollute, amen, the remaining 11. The remaining 11 must continue to advance 
in the spirit of oneness, in the spirit of unity. Listen to this. The church is designed to be a corporate one. And corporateness we will have as we move further. But it's not going to be done by human power. It's not going to be done by, you know, some uh, uh, humanistic concept of networking. It's not going to be done. It's going to be done by the steering of the spirit. The unity of the church is going to be done by the steering of the spirit. Not because somebody is just preaching one body. Not because somebody is preaching, amen, the church is is as a body. We can preach all that. If our preaching is not reflecting what we believe, who we are, amen, in our private secret life, we lie because the things of God will not respond to just message, will not respond to just information. The things of God are spirits. They are spiritual and they must, amen, respond via the spirit, by the spirit and through the spirit. You see, when you are when you are a truly spiritual person, you don't even need to meet people before you connect with them in the spirit. When we are truly spiritual, the Lord will be dealing with you about somebody amen, across you know uh, uh, the continent, and God is dealing with that person. When both of you finally, you see, because meeting for people to meet together is a spiritual thing. Is a spiritual thing. It's a reflection of marriage. Whenever God brings two people together, there's a, there's a principle of multiplication. <laughs> Whenever God brings two groups together, two humans together, there's always increase. There's always amen, multiplication, advancement. That's how the principle of God amen, works. And we need to understand these things. We need to align to this thing because the days that we're living, we can't do it alone. We can't do it alone. A Moses is gonna need a Joshua. A Moses is gonna need a man, you know, an Aaron, an all. You see, in the leadership of Moses, there was Aaron, there was all, there was Joshua. The Bible says, Amen. Aaron and all they climb up to the mountain with Moses. There's a point where Moses alone climbed the mountain. And there's a point where in the leadership of fighting, I told you earlier on, that at every interval of our advancement, the nature of our warfare must change. It must reflect, amen, the unique season and environment we find ourselves, amen. On Mount Sinai, it was Moses alone that went up, amen, to receive the blueprint. It was Moses alone that went up, amen, to, to, to the heel of God to receive clarity and direction. In the day of fighting the Amalekite, Moses alone could not do it. He needed assistance. He needed help. His, his prophetic grace, his position, amen, as, as, as an apostolic, you know, authority, amen, is not enough. He needed hallelujah. Yes. Aaron and all to support his hand. That seemed to me to be a reflection of the days that we live in. If Moses will ever think he can fight and finish the Amalekite alone, he's on his, he's on his own. He's going to fail. If you ever think that Joshua was the one fighting the Amalekite, you missed it. That's a concept that the Lord is showing us that we all have a role to play 
And we must understand our role. And we must love that role and stay there. Don't try to cross carpet. Don't try to, you know, to, 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 you know, to, to, the world is not even to admire, to lust over an anointing that is not yours. Because we do that in the body of Christ. Why can't I be Moses? No, you are not Moses. You are Aaron. And you are not Aaron. Come on, you are Joshua. A Joshua must be armed with sword. Hallelujah. He must be the one on the ground floor, on the, on the ground level. He must be, amen, the, 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 the point of contact. You see, in warfare, there's a point of contact, but then there are those who are at the base strategizing, who are watching things, who are looking at things, and who are giving command. And everybody have their role to play. Our problem in the church, like I said, is that we, we are suffering issues of identity. That's why we have to go back and learn some of these things. Celebrate your place and position. Don't try to be a man, the set man. And set man, please, don't, don't project a man, you know, a, 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 an idea for people to covet your position. No. We all must take our rightful place and know who we are. There are certain things I cannot do by myself. There are people called along with me. Listen, we're building a project. There are people God has placed in my life to assist me. And I can't push them. I can't make a demand on them. I've got to let the spirit of God, amen, steer their heart so that when they respond, they respond in such a way, amen, that there is unity. There is, they won't feel like this man is making demand. This man is, is just milking us. No. Nobody can say that. That's why I'm saying this, amen, on air. The things of God must be understood, hallelujah, in accordance to the, 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 the process, the timing, hallelujah, yes, of the spirit. So that when there's a response, we all respond together. You see, when God, when God demands a day, when God demands a new day, a new season, we all respond together. Because guess what? In the movement of the, of the people of God out of the land of bondage, they all saw the cloud of glory. They all saw the pillar of fire. Amen. By night, they all saw the pillar of cloud by day. Even though there was a leadership among them, but the activity of God among the camp was clear to everybody. So anybody who wants to rebel, amen, will have to face God. That's why God, amen, continually defended the leadership of Moses. And we need to go back and begin to learn these principles as we move further because the more, the further we move, listen, I'm going to need you, you're going to need me, but we will, we will find, we need to find a way of how to connect. So needing you does not mean that I'm weak. Needing you does not mean that, all right, you know, I, I'm a failure. Needing you does not mean that, all right, I don't have my own grace or capacity. Needing you means that, all right, I need you to fulfill your own role in the corporate advancement of the agenda of God for creation. And to need you means we have to understand humility. Don't say because somebody come to you and ask for a need. And then you begin to look down the person. You begin to look at that person as if, well, after all. You see, you needed me after all. No. You see, our attitude is what keeps us at a spot, in a spot for a long time. Attitude must be changed. 
Attitude must be changed. Attitude must be changed. They say attitude defines the altitude. We go as far as our attitude will take us. Listen, anointing, they say, will shoot you up. But your attitude will maintain you and will keep you advancing. You have the wrong attitude, you will remain at the same spot. Attitude means that you have not learned. Wrong attitude means that you have not learned. Miriam, hallelujah, challenged the brother. Aaron challenges brother. You think you're the only one that can prophesy. You think you're the only one that has a leadership. After all, we all too can prophesy. God says, sorry, it doesn't work like that. See, I'm talking about leadership. There's order, there's structure, there's government, there's administration. Amen. There's rankings. And yet there's a team. Yet there is a team. In a team, there's a team head. There's somebody that leads. Everybody cannot be the leader. Or else there's going to be chaos. <laughs> Everybody, you know, there's a, there's a move right now among the apostolic. And I'm not part of that. No, everybody, everybody is the leader. No, everybody is not the leader. Everybody can everybody is a leader, but everybody cannot be the leader of that initiative. And we all must understand grace that has been given to us and where we are called to lead. And when and as you mature in the Lord, the Lord will tell you now it's time for you, amen, to join force with that house, to join force with that group, to join force, amen. If you're trying to do something to force people into it, it's not gonna work, it will boomerang. You can't force the things of the spirit. Headship is defined by the spirit. And it's located by the spirit. It's not defined by because you have the best of equipment in your church. We don't submit to people who have the largest crowd. Who who have the largest auditorium. Or who have the biggest building in town. That doesn't, that, that's not what makes you a leader. You can have all of that for all I care. You still need to submit to somebody, amen, who has greater insight, wisdom, knowledge, who has journeyed with God earlier. I was sharing with, you know, uh, one of our sisters yesterday. I said, there's a place for revelation and there's a place for what? Experience. Spiritual experience is totally different from revelation. God can give you a revelation about things and yet you're asking, what is this? <laughs> what? what, what? You see, many of us, God gives us a revelation. We run with it. And we don't even understand jack of what God has shown us or what God has said. How many times did God speak and people ask, what is this? What's he saying? He thunders. Revelation does not mean, amen, that suddenly you have, you have come of age. Sometimes our revelation is a, is, is, is a way of saying that I want to do something in your life. I, these, are, these are a reflection of how far I can take you. But you need to go and, 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 and partner and surrender and submit for a season with an Elijah. Because what I want to use you for amen, will require an Elijah's anointing coupled with amen, that which I have called you into. So submitting to an Elijah does not mean that you throw away your gifting. doesn't mean that now amen, uh, you, you, you're no longer called or you must just have Elijah. No. There's something about Elijah that must be transferred. There's an anointing. There's a grace. You see, there are certain people there are certain people who live, who live, you know. Who are, in fact, when you see them, you just discard them. But they carry something about God's prophetic intention for their day. 
There's a woman loved so much. Used to interact with her when I was in Johannesburg. Elderly woman. Just before Christmas, the Spirit of the Lord. I've not spoken to her for years. In fact, I, maybe since I came to Western Cape, maybe I spoke to her once. Sister Anne, her name is Sister Anne. But a deep woman in the Spirit, a, a woman of prayer, an intercessor. You know, when the Bible described, you know, uh, 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 um, what's this woman's name now in the scripture? Who could pray? Anna. I always look at Sister Anne as Anna, a woman of prayer. Elderly. So I try to, you know, reach reach out before I was it the day before Christmas or before after Christmas, but I, I, I couldn't, you know, reach our daughter. So I left a message for our daughter. Say, please, you must. If you get this message, I need to speak to your mom. I, I, she's just been coming to my spirit. And so I think uh, the the second day, the, the daughter called me and said, "Well, I'm with my mom now. You can speak with her." And so we we had this, you know, reunion. And you could just feel, while I'm talking to her, I could feel, you know, the presence of God, the, 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 the light this woman carries. You know, and not too long ago, a few days ago, and of course, I, I made sure she prayed for my children. <laughs> you don't talk to such people. You know, she carries something that is generational. That's the point that I'm making. She carries something. You see, people who are very carnal will not understand, will not appreciate this thing. She carries something that she must not die with that thing. There are people like that. They don't have a big role in, in, the, in, the, in the church. They're not given some big position. No, no, no. But they carry something. Uh, when heaven comes down, they go via their house. <laughs> when heaven comes down, they go via their house. So I said, no, you've got to stay. And you've got to pray for my children. You deposit something there. Deposit something in them. And as I was thinking about that, it occurred to me that, well, I must, I must send one of my spiritual daughters to go visit her. Just go there and visit her. And just say, yeah, uh, Isaiah Philip sent you. Just go visit Sister Anne. Because I know before she leaves, there will be a deposit. You see, we must carry grace that can be transferred from generation to generation. There is something the Lord deposits in one generation. All right? That must open the portal, open the gate to access the next. To access the next. There are people who died but they understand the spiritual bloodline of the, of the things of God. So people, you know, children born in the wilderness, in the transition, who do not understand, amen, the comings of God, who cannot, you know, track and trace what God, amen, did, what God had been doing. That woman carries something that was transferred from past generation. When I connected with her, I saw how, how, how knitted we are in the spirit. I said, this is not just an ordinary woman. She's a leader for a generation. So most of the time, when I was in Johannesburg, I always visit her house. We'll spend time and pray together. 
Sometimes I eat there. And when I'm in need, you know, when I'm in need, she gives me money financially. She, she supports me. But I knew it's beyond just support. There was something that this woman carries that I need to be able to do what I'm doing today. Yes, in South Africa. But you see, she doesn't have a collar on her, on, on her neck. She doesn't have, you know, a purple robe. She, she's not wearing any crown. She's not being, she's just who she is. But when you sit with the Zuma, oh Lord Jesus. When she speaks, when she talks, you can see she's deep, deep. Some people are well. And if you're not careful, if you jump into that well, you may just sink. Because that well is deep. That's how we join in the spirit. I told you, there are heights in the things of God. Heights. You look at them in the natural, they're like, who is this person? Because how we look at people in the things of God has been perverted, has been corrupt. We have no sense of spiritual, you know, uh, heritage. We have no sense of spiritual, you know, you look at people, let me not even go there, I need to round up. But I'm sure you get what I'm, what I'm saying. The Lord is calling his church to function in powerful kingdom leadership spirit. But we need to know how to, how to trace, how to track, amen, true carriers of the things of the spirit. So that when we connect with them, there is what? There's a reaction. There's a reaction. When Elijah and Elisha meet, there was a reaction. When Elizabeth and Mary met, there was a reaction. When spiritual people earlier of different world meet, there's a reaction. There must be a reaction, a positive reaction. When, when Elizabeth met Mary, what Mary, Bible said, what Elizabeth was carrying did what? Leap for joy. The baby in her leap for joy. There are people God will begin to connect with you, connect with you. What you carry will be giving life, will leap for joy. There will be a pushing, there will be a movement, there will be a shifting on the inside of you. But if you don't understand, if you don't understand these things, you will just walk past and pass by. And you will miss your day of visitation. God help us. Friends, the Spirit of the Lord is calling us. We have a vision moving to us 2030. And our vision is to receive fully a kingdom that cannot be shaken. As the world continues to be shaken to its very foundation, we are becoming more established. We are becoming that mountain of the house of the Lord that cannot be moved. Let your heart rejoice in this glorious day. Let your spirit man Rejoice in this glorious new day. This is the third day. The day of the Lord. The day of the nearness of his kingdom. Let's not be agitated. When Moses. Is still on the mountain. Receiving the direction. The blueprint. Let's wait. Let's not gather around. Illegitimate 
false leadership, false amen, a, 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 a priesthood. All kinds of priests, all kinds of churches, all kinds of God knows what out there today. Everybody's making noise. It's, it's noise, it's sound. It's not giving, it's not blowing, amen. A prophetic voice, it's not sounding, amen. A prophetic, amen, a, a sound that will lead the people to the next point and place of God's prophetic intention. A sound without, without direction, without clarity, amen. It's just a noise. It's a day of the Lord. If the trumpet makes, amen, an indistinct, indistinct sound, it's noise. Our prophetic voice must be more must be more clear in this new day. Our prophetic sound, amen, must be mature, must be robust. It's not screaming, oh, that's yet the Lord. No, 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 no. There has to be clarity. There has to be maturity. There has to be precision. There has to be strategy. There has to be courage, boldness, you know, humility, simplicity, understanding in our prophetic, amen, uh, uh, orientation, amen, and initiative to the things of God. Wherever we are across the world, Wherever you're going to be hearing or watching or listening to this broadcast or maybe podcast, I want to ask of you to engage God anew from a, a new height in the spirit. Ask God to baptize you afresh, to renew you, to undress you from yesterday. Lord, undress me from yesterday. Clothe me afresh. Bring me anew into the demand for this new day. Let my priesthood, yes, exit that of Aaron. Bring me into the priesthood, yes, of Zadok. Bring me into the priesthood of Melchizedek. Align me with the prophetic demand and grace for this season. Let your wisdom build me, empower me. Enrich me with new life. Breathe on me, Holy Spirit. Walk in me. Train my hands to war. Grant me grace not to turn back. Do a new work in me. Prepare me. I want to be used by you and for you. I am ready. I am submitting myself to you. Holy Spirit, have your way. Hallelujah. Well, friends, I am done this morning or this, yes, this morning with this broadcast. I want to believe once again that you have been added to. You've been energized. You've been edified. You've been built up. You've been empowered. You've been enriched. This is why we're here. This is why this ministry is here. Please continue to pray for us. Continue to support us in whatever way the Lord will allow you, particularly financially, so we can finish this project, this office uh, uh, of my, so that I can have more time to focus on things that will not distract me. I'm praying that the Lord will use you to respond financially even in this coming uh, 2022. But Master, I want to say thank you for the way God have used you out there to support, to be a blessing to this work. And we will continue to do what we need to do. So if the Lord, amen, has touched your heart or as, as I'm speaking right now or maybe later on while you're listening, while you're watching, you feel a prompt to support. Please do. 
maybe in our subsequent uh, uh, um, broadcast, we'll drop, you know, uh, uh, a bank account that you can maybe, you know, sow into if you feel led. No pressure, no pressure, no pressure, no pressure. We're not compelling you. We're not pressuring you. We're just say, as the Spirit of God will lead you. It's an opportunity to sow and to be part of what God is doing. Thank you so very much. The year has been indeed challenging but fruitful. The year has been quite challenging but fruitful. And I thank God that we are still here. We are alive. Honoring God and giving glory to God. I pray for you that heaven will continue to bless you. Heaven will continue to reward you. Heaven will continue to, to, to raise help for you, even in times like this. May your spirit continue to flow with the river of God. May heaven continue to build you and, and enrich you in every area of life. Thank you so very much. God bless you. Hopefully, we'll see you maybe tonight or tomorrow morning again. But love you all. Please continue to pray for me. I need all the, all the help that I can get. Thank you, everyone. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.